the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Just a uh, side note. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi has tested positive for COVID. Uh, I have almost no respect for her as a politician, but I do not wish her any ill. I pray that she uh, recovers. I pray that it's not serious, but she was just in very close contact with the president. So what will they do? Will they quarantine the president? I don't know. And uh, by the way, both of them were vaccinated and boosted and uh, still got it. So anyway, that's, again, just a news note. She tested positive for COVID today. I don't know anything about her symptoms, the severity. All I know is it's being reported that she tested positive for COVID. I think this is the most important story that I'm going to share with you today. The American Bible Society has released their 2022 State of the Bible Report. It was released late yesterday, so this is brand new. They've been doing this every year for a long time, the State of the Bible Report, again, done by the American Bible Society. And uh, it is not good. In fact, this is the 12th annual. I wasn't sure how many years they'd done it. This is the 12th annual State of the Bible Report in America. And it's really sad, and it's alarming. I mean, really alarming. Um, Well, let me read you the headline, then I'll get into the story. The American Bible Society finds unprecedented drop in the number of Bible users in one year. The largest, now they've been doing this for 12 years. They haven't been doing it for 50 years. They've been doing it for 12 years. And in the 12 years, they saw the largest drop of regular Bible users in any year. Quote, Bible users are those, I get this, Bible users are those who use the Bible at least three to four times each year on their own outside of a church setting. So it doesn't take much for you to be a Bible user. If you use your Bible three to four times in a year on your own outside of church, you are considered a Bible user. In 2014, 53% of Americans were considered Bible users users. That was 2014. Now, again, that's someone who picks up a Bible and uses it 
three to four times in an entire year. 53% in 2014. Uh, Last year, it was 50%. So it went from 53% in 2014 to 50% last year. And now this year, 39%. The lowest percentage of Americans ever since they've been taking this poll. And again, it's 12 years. 39% of Americans say that they have picked up a Bible three to four times in a year. Quote, the State of the Bible report described the 11% decrease as an unprecedented drop in the percentage of Bible users in the United States. Never happened before. The worst ever. The worst ever. The State of the Bible report demonstrates what the American Bible Society describes as, quote, a major decrease in Scripture engagement. All right. Those are the facts. I am now going to enter the editorial mode and give you my thoughts and my opinion. Why? COVID is still around. People are still troubled. The economy is terrible. Gas prices are up. Inflation is going crazy. Crime is rampant in our cities. Things are not good in America today. The overwhelming majority of Americans, this was a poll that I read last week, do you think America is going the right direction? The overwhelming majority of Americans say, uh-uh, no, 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 we are not going in the right direction. Do you think America is better now than it used to be? The overwhelming majority of Americans say, no, 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 no. Are you confident in the economy? The overwhelming majority of Americans say, no, I'm not confident in the economy. The president of the United States has almost historic low job approval ratings. People are struggling. Depression is on the rise. Suicide is on the rise. If you look at history, particularly American history, in times of great trial, Bible usage goes up. Church attendance goes up. Look at what happened after 9-11. Now, it didn't last, but church attendance exploded because as a nation, we were facing a crisis. We're facing a crisis now. Look at what's going on in Ukraine. There is serious talk about World War III. These are troubling times. And yet we've seen the largest decrease of people actually picking up their Bible and reading it or using it for any purpose in the history of this poll. How do we explain that? It's counterintuitive. And it's unlike the times of peril in the past. Well, here's my theory. The de-emphasis of the Word of God in American churches. Now, it started years and years and years ago in the liberal churches. People were told, you can't believe that book. Yeah, read it. It's got good stories in it. It's it's inspiring. And even parts of it may be inspired 
but you can't believe all of it. And it's important to question. The liberals have been doing that for years. But now, even in the evangelical church, we are seeing a de-emphasis on God's Word. we got people like Andy Stanley, one of the most influential pastors in all of America, for other pastors, saying, you know, we cannot put all of our faith and trust in 66 ancient books. We put our faith and trust in the risen Christ. But we don't put all of our faith and trust in those ancient books. We are seeing an increasing, increasing, increasing emphasis on worship. Well, worship is essential. Worship is important, but it should never supersede the teaching, the preaching, the study of God's Word. We see an hour-long worship set and a 15-minute message aimed at shallow Christians, no doctrine, no real depth, encouraging thoughts. We're seeing a decrease in the number of people who carry their Bible to church. Oh, Bob, that's legalistic. You don't have to carry a Bible to church. I know you don't have to. But it shows you love it. It shows you honor it. And hey, I have two Bible programs on my phone. Do I use them? Occasionally. But give me the printed word. I can mark on it. I can circle it. I can underline it. I can put notes in the margin of my Bible. I've got notes all over the place. When I come across a promise, I put my finger on it. I claim it. and I put the date in the margin. I can't do that on my phone. There is something about the written word that is so far superior to something electronic. And I'm not condemning you if you use your phone for your Bible reading, but it's not the same. Churches, listen, churches are de-emphasizing the Word of God. And so when we have trials, when we have tragedies, we don't turn to God's Word because we've not been taught that it is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God, and it has the answers to all of our problems, all of our difficulties. We've got to honor the book, God's Word, the Bible, and tell people, read your Bible, study your Bible, memorize your Bible, take your Bible to church, and don't you dare go to a church that does not honor the Word of God. Don't you dare go to a church that questions the authority of Scripture or diminishes the authority of Scripture. Don't you dare do that. They're part of the problem. They're not part of the answer. We're seeing many crises in America. In my mind, the greatest crisis of all is the engagement with the Bible. Greatest decrease since this poll has been taken in one single year. 
What are you doing to reverse that? What is your church doing to reverse that? I hope a lot. All right, we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I got a weird, weird, bizarre story out of California, but before I get to the story about my home state, let me just continue for just a moment. Listen, folks. We don't have a dozen holy books. We got one. We don't have the Bible plus. We have the Bible. We don't have the Bible plus tradition. And I know that many people believe that, but we don't have the Bible plus tradition. We don't have the Bible plus the church fathers. We have the Bible. That's it. That's all we've got. Everything we know about Jesus, and that's why this this movement within evangelicalism to diminish the importance of the Bible and to expand the importance of the risen Christ. You can't separate the two. Without the Bible, we don't have Jesus. We don't know anything about him. Everything. Yeah, Josephus makes some references to Jesus, but... Everything we know with authority about Jesus is in the Bible. In all of the Bible, we've been told that we've got to unhitch from the Old Testament. No, 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 we do not unhitch from the Old Testament. If we really believe that we are to have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, get into the Old Testament. Jesus is everywhere in the Old Testament. I mean, everywhere. Uh, One of the most famous, to me, sermons ever preached in America, I I know, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God by Jonathan Edwards. Yeah, I know that everybody knows about that one. But there's another one that, to me, is just as famous, but not many people know about. It was a sermon preached in Dallas, Texas, by Dr. W.A. Criswell called The Scarlet Thread Through the Bible. Fascinating story. First Baptist Church of Dallas, where Dr. Robert Jeffress is now, W.A. Criswell was there for many, many years. One of the greatest preachers ever on American soil. Anyway, he was always complaining that he never had enough time to preach. Sunday morning, Sunday night, whatever, you know, he he always had more he wanted to say. Always, you know, but it was never had enough time. So I don't know who it was. I don't know whether the leaders of the church or whatever. Someone said to him, hey, we have—remember the old watch night services? Some of you remember them. They're very rare now. New Year's Eve, churches would gather together at 7, 8 o'clock, and then you would do different activities, and you'd be at the church the whole night. And then at midnight, you prayed in the new year, and it was called a watch night service. Churches almost all. Bible-believing churches did that. Eh, Not much anymore. But anyway, someone suggested to Dr. Criswell, why don't you begin at 7 or 8 o'clock, 
start your sermon, and just preach until you're finished. We're going to be there till midnight anyway. So just preach until you're finished. Well, I don't remember the exact details, but he started at 7 or 8 o'clock, and he began tracing the blood of Christ through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. He didn't finish until midnight, and he did it without notes. Jesus was everywhere. Folks, listen. We cannot abandon scriptures. We cannot de-emphasize the importance of the Word of God. I keep telling you this. If you're looking for a new church, first question, what do you believe about the Bible? Do you believe the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God? If they hesitate on any of those, just thank them and say, you know, I think I'll keep looking. This decline in Bible usage in America is probably the greatest indicator of where we are as a nation. And that's why the church and the pulpit is so important to get the Word of God out. Ah, I wish I had more time. Hey, folks, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.